You're listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audiocast. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. We're going to get into our lesson today. If you would stand just for a quick reading of the word, just one scripture, one verse from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. If you have your Bibles with you, and if you don't, you should, but that's okay because Sister Shakira's got it right up here on the screen. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you guys this morning. The uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Brother Conway, would you pray for us this morning? Lord God, we ask that you touch the man of God right now, Father, that he brings forth this message to us today, God. We ask that you just prick our hearts and our minds, God, to receive the message so that we might be able to go forth into your kingdom and spread the word and the gospel. And in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen. Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're so good to us. Praise God. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Now, I'm going to try and and be brief this morning in our message. I know sometimes I go 30 minutes and long, even longer. But this morning, I know that our kids are waiting anxiously for our our, our Sunday fun day. And we're going to have games. Oh, it's going to be an awesome time. Amen. We're going to have our kids are going to have a wonderful time. We're going to have games set up on the inside and activities as well on the inside and the outside. We're going to have some pizza and some drinks, and it's going to be a a, a wonderful time in the Lord today. And I know that our kids are just anxious to get started. So I'm going to try and be brief, but I, I was praying unto the Lord to give me a message for today earlier in the week, and, and the Lord did give me a message for today, and, and, and so I believe that we, I have a message for the church this morning, and I will try to go fairly quick. Um, praise God. Life and death are in, the power, are, are in the power of the tongue. You know, your words, this message is is for us and for our children today. And it's especially for us towards our children today. Because your words, believe it or not, there's power in your words. You don't realize it, but you have power in the spoken word. When you speak something, you can speak something into existence, even something that's negative and and not good. You can speak it into existence. You have to be careful what you say. We need to be very, very, very careful what we speak. Amen. <clears throat> not just to 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 the to the world around us, not to just people around us at work, and, and, but our children. It's so important that we're very careful in what we speak into their lives. You see, when you speak something, it creates something. It does because it has power. The spoken word has power. And when you speak something, it, it begins something. <clears throat> and it could be negative or it could be positive. It could it could bring life or it can bring death to someone. Not just someone, but also you yourself who's speaking it. Like I said, you may speak something to existence that you don't wish that was spoken into existence. Amen? It's important. Praise God. We have power in our words. James <clears throat> said it like this in the book of James, chapter 3, verse 5. 
he, he spoke about our tongue and our words. He spoke it, about it like this. He said in James chapter 3, verse 5, even so the tongue is a little member, such a small, small member of our body, just a little member, it says, <clears throat> and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of inequity. So is the tongue among your members that it defileth the whole body and setteth in fire the course of nature. Setteth on fire the course of nature. You're speaking. Sometimes when you speak something negative, you're setting forth something in motion, in nature. It has power. And it can defile the body. It can defile you, but not just you, but it says the whole body, the whole body. It can defile the whole body and the whole church body. I'm telling you, it's you got to be careful in what you speak. And then it continues and set on fire the course of nature. And it <clears throat> it is set on fire of the hell of hell. Verse seven, for every kind of beast and every bird and of serpents and things of the sea is tamed. And hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. The tongue, some, I'm here to tell you, it's hard to tame your tongue. Sometimes you speak something and you don't even think about what you're about to say. You just speak it. It reacts so fast. I'm here to tell you, we got to be careful on what we speak. The word of God says be slow or, or slow to anger, right? Or don't be quick to anger and be slow to speak, right? Slow to speak. Think about what you're about to say before you say it, because our words have consequences. Our words have power and our, our words take action. <clears throat> it says our tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the father, and where therewith curse we men at the same time. At, with the same member, we praise God. And we curse other men. Mm, come on now. <clears throat> therewith we bless God, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith we curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. We praise God, yet we curse other men, and they're made after the image of God. Mm. And then it says <clears throat> in verse 10, out of the same mouth proceeded blessings and cursing. Mm. And then it says, my brethren, these things ought not to be so. You see, that's the world. That's how the world, they, they, they just speak what they think. And you see it all the time on social media, on, on the television, or whatever it might be. You see it all the time. People just speak whatever they feel. They don't, take, they don't think about the consequences. They don't think about the actions that it, that it creates. They just speak it. But in the church, that ought not to be so. You are of God. Amen. You are a new creature in Christ. And if you receive the Holy Ghost, you, should, you have a spirit, the spirit of God, that dwells inside of you. Praise God. You have become a new creature. Thank you, Lord. He said, my brethren, these things ought not to be so. He said, does a fountain send forth the same in the same place, sweet water and bitter water at the same time? Do, do you go to a spring and, and it has sweet water in it and at the same time it puts out bitter water? No, it doesn't. 
And then he says, can a fig tree bear olive fruits? No. No. Don't be double-minded. Don't be double-minded. Think about what you speak. Is it really what you wanted to say? Really what you wanted to produce? Because our words produce something. That's the word I was looking for earlier. They produce something. Our words produce something. They always produce something. There's power in the words. And they produce something. They produce either good or evil. They produce a, a life or death. They can, t- they can lift people up or they can tear people down. They can encourage people or they can discourage people. There's life and breath. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Praise God. The power of the tongue or the power of life and death is in your tongue. It is. It is in our tongue. And don't think any difference. It's in everybody's tongue. It doesn't matter if you go to church or you don't go to church. There's power in their spoken words. There's power in that tongue. It does produce something no matter what. The difference is we that are here in the church, it ought to not be so that we just speak, speak out whatever, whatever first thing that comes to our mind. We need to think, is this going to hurt someone? Is it going to tear someone down? And especially in our children, especially in our children. And I'm guilty of this. I. Let me tell you, before I got into church, <clears throat> that was one of the worst things I did was tear my family down. I was verbally abusive to my family. And, and, and it's one of the things that I had to work with, and the Holy Ghost helped me get through. And, and I, I'm not that way anymore. I strive to not be that way. Sometimes I mess up. Sometimes we make mistakes. None of us are perfect. Uh, we're all man. We're all fallible. We all make mistakes. The difference is, are you striving for perfection? Are you striving to be more like God? Are you striving to think very hard what about you're about to say? Is it going to speak life into their lives or death? Is it going to lift them up or tear them down? And see, early on, my kids, my children had to deal with <clears throat> a lot of that. And, and, and I repent all the time and, and ask God forgive me all the time for uh, how I spoke to my children uh, before I was in church. So they had to endure a lot of things, but I pray all the time that it doesn't stay with them. And I try to encourage them now, um, but I pray that it doesn't, uh, it did not plant a seed to where they are the same to their children. I can see and, and, and that they're not, amen, the ones that have children are. Praise God. I can see that they don't speak death into their children like I did. And it's something that I, I, I ask God to forgive me all the time about. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 17. It says, he that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of a wise of the wise is health. The lip of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. There's power in what we speak. We can lift people up or we can tear people down. And I'm not just talking about your children. I'm not talking about people in the church. I'm talking about people of the world as well. People that ain't in church. <clears throat> If they see that 
that we're speaking all kinds of mess towards people and we're reacting negatively all the time and we're speaking negative all the time, they're like, what's any different from them? I mean, why should I go to church? I mean, we got to really, really be mindful of what we speak because there's power in our spoken word. Amen. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. No corrupt communication come out of their mouth. That covers a lot of stuff. (laughs) Amen. But that which is good. Now, listen, that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers, grace unto the ears edifying one another, lifting one another, not just those in the church, but those outside of the church. If they see that you're an encourager, that you lift them up, even when they're not in church, they see there's something there. There must be something there. I see something in that person that's not like others because God has called us to be separate from the world, to not be, to not follow the worldly ways. Amen. Because the world just speaks whatever it wants to speak, speaks its mind right then and there. Doesn't matter if it tears people down. And the tongue is evil. It's going to tear people down. If you just speak it, it's going to be negative. It's going to tear people down. But if you got the Holy Ghost and you're living for God, you should have the control over that tongue. Amen. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 23. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to thy bones. Like I said, words have power. They, you can speak life or you can speak death in someone's life and in yours as well. Praise God. I want to speak life today. I want to speak life in this church. I want to speak life to my children. I want to speak life to my grandchildren. I want to speak life to those that aren't in the church. Amen. I want to speak life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's power. The power of life and death, it, it, it lies in your tongue. Psalms, one ni- or Psalms 19, verse 14, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in the sight, in thy sight, in God's sight. Let my word, the words of my mouth, be acceptable in the sight of the Lord. <clears throat> Before you speak, think very quickly. Is it going to edify? Is it what God would want me to say? Speak what God would want you to say. Think, is it acceptable unto God what you're about to speak? Always think, is it acceptable? And and we're all guilty of this because the, the tongue, even though it's such a little member, it is a powerful member. It is a powerful member. And it's it's very hard to control that, to tame that, as the word of God says, to tame that. But if you love God with all of your heart, mind, body, and spirit, and you're following after him and you receive the Holy Ghost, I'm here to tell you, you got power over the tongue as well. Amen. We got power over that tongue. Thank you, Lord. And not only that, not only is there power in the spoken word, it produces, it produces something. 
whether it lifts up or tears down, whether it gives life or it, it speaks death, it produces something, whatever you say. <clears throat> but the most powerful thing you can speak is the name of Jesus. There's power in words, but I'm here to tell you, speak those words in the name of Jesus, there's even more power. Praise God. <clears throat> Matthew <clears throat> chapter 15, verse 18 says, but those things which proceedeth out of the mouth come forth from thy heart, and they defile a man. Jesus was speaking about, uh, in, just before this, he was talking about that it's not what we eat, not what goes into our mouth that defiles us. It's what comes out of our mouth that defiles us. If you speak death, if you, if you tear people down, then that is defiling you. It's not what we eat. <clears throat> but what comes out of the mouth. In Matthew chapter 12, Jesus said, verse 36, he said, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. See, it's important to, to think about what you're about to say. Is it, is it pleasing in the eyes of God? Because I'm here to tell you every idle word, every idle word that men speaks, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by, the wor by, by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words shalt thou be condemned. That's how powerful our words are. That's how powerful our words are. We're judged on our words. Every single word that comes out of our mouth. Praise God. <clears throat> We go on to, I'm going to, I'm getting close. I promise to the, all the kids. I know they've been waiting patiently. They've been doing good. <clears throat> Colossians chapter 3, verse 8 says, But now ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man. <clears throat> See, those were the old ways. I'm here to tell you, when you're baptized in the name of Jesus and baptized in the Holy Spirit, you put on a new man. You're not that old person anymore. And, and people should see that in you. If, if, if there's not evidence of your change in your life and the way you speak and talk to people, if there's not evidence, then, then it was all for show. I'm here to tell you, true change, true change is what the Holy Ghost brings upon us. <clears throat> Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds, what he did. Put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him who created us. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 16, verse 33 says, these things have I spoken unto you that <clears throat> that in me, Jesus said, you might have peace, and in the world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer because Jesus overcame the world. Praise God. He overcame the world for us, and we can overcome the world as well. Praise God because the Holy Ghost that dwells in us is Jesus. It's God manifested in us. Praise God. And as I said, there's power, power in the name of Jesus. John chapter 14 tells us in uh, verse 13, and whatsoever you shall ask 
in my name that will that will I do that the father may be glorified in the son if you shall ask anything he says anything in my name I will do it if you love me and keep my commandments praise God hallelujah there's power in what we speak. There's power in what we ask. There's power in the name of Jesus. And there's life and death. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. We've got to be mindful of what we speak into existence. <clears throat> there's power. Power in the spoken word. And there's power in the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 10 verse 13 says, For who shall, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The name of Jesus. In Acts chapter 4 <clears throat> verse 12, it tells us that neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby which we must be saved than the name of Jesus. There's power in that name. There's power in what we speak, and there's power in the name of Jesus. When you speak life into somebody's life, when you speak uh, encouraging words, speak it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. There's power there. We got power. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I'm getting ready to close. I promise. I promise. If somebody wants to go ahead and start playing some altar call music, I, I'm going to wrap it up. Just play it low. Thank you, Lord. There's power in what we speak. There's power. We can lift people up or we can tear them down. And I am here to tell you today, I want to speak victory. I want to speak victory in the lives of this church. I want to speak victory in the lives of our children. I want to speak victory to those that I come in contact with. I want to speak victory in the name of Jesus. I want to speak victory in this place. I want to speak healings. I want to, I want to speak wonders. I want to speak provisions. I want to speak blessings in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We got to speak victory in our lives. We got to speak victory to our brothers and to our children so much more. Speak victory today. Speak victory. Mark chapter 16, verse 16 says, He that believeth and is baptized <clears throat> shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, Jesus says. Jesus said, in my name. There's power in that name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to speak victory in the name of Jesus in this place. I want to speak the Holy Ghost in this place. Hallelujah, Lord. Fill this whole place today, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to lift someone up today. Our words have power. And, and I'm here to tell you, we've got to speak victory in the people's lives. We've got to speak life, not death. We've got to speak the word of God to people because there's power in his word. There's power in his name. We've got to begin to speak victory in this place. We've got to begin to, to speak life in each other's lives. Hallelujah. And not just in this place, but those that are around us are friends friends, our family, our loved ones, our co-workers, the person at the, at the grocery store, the person at the restaurant you go into. It doesn't matter. We've got to speak victory 
Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. I want to open up this altar this morning, and I want to invite every person down to this altar. Thank you for listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audio Cast.